Today's goddess was originally the Sumerian queen of heaven. She demanded equality and was ostracized as a demon for speaking her mind. She is Lilith. Happy New Year, goddesses and goddess Yay, lovers. 2022. Woo! Exciting. Welcome to episode number 40. 40. Wow. That's right. That's when you start getting in the swing of life. That's uh, that's a wild. Yeah. <laughs> of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole, and this is the Sumerian demon herself, <laughs> Gigi Marie. No, that's my my niece, my niece with the namesake of Lilith. <laughs> Lilith, hi, baby. Oh, she's getting so cute. She just turned two months old. Ugh. Wow. I know, right? It's crazy. Well, how about you all join us as we drink some tea or spirits or coffee and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. Just leave us reviews and love us. And Cleo is right on the phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support is to rate and review. And also word of mouth is uh, priceless. It is so priceless. Stop well, goddesses. What? Cleo's munching on my book of shadows. Oh my goodness. Cleo. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, goddesses and goddess lovers, let's grab our drinks and let's chat. Woohoo! No, so I got this beautiful book of shadows, like just a journal, but it's all leather bound and it has this like leather strap around it. And Cleo is like, it smells of leather bound books, rich of mahogany, (laughs) rich mahogany and leather bound (laughs) books. Oh my goodness. Happy New Year. uh, Yes. Happy New Year 2022. I, you know, what's so funny. I actually saw a little thing about, um, in sign language, um, when you sign 2022, mm-hmm. someone was trying to say, it looks like you're saying 2020 and then two, like times two. Okay. And then they're like, no, actually it, when you sign it, it looks like you're saying bird piece piece. So they did a little illustration of a bird throwing up peace signs. Aww. So, <laughs> so that's the year we're going into is the bird peace peace year. Um, so let's let's keep on to that good mojo. Yes, and not have a duplicate of 2020. <laughs> well, I was uh, listening to a podcast and I can't remember which one it was. It's it's a great one about tarot, and uh, they were saying that I guess this is the the year of the lovers. Yes, the twin flames. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's Mm -hmm. pretty good. And also, um, in numerology, it adds up to six, which is a really good one. So, Mm. yes, we got lots of good things in store for us for this year. It's exciting. Exciting. You know, we're finally getting back into order post holiday, post vacation, post family. Um, Yeah. I have everything organized in my house, so the only thing I don't have organized is the teenager's room, and I 
think that's a lost cause. I might give that up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been attempting here and there to do little organizational bits and then I keep yeah. getting interrupted and then it gets pushed aside. And then I have a pile of things that I was purging that hasn't gotten distributed. It's been fun, but I did get a lot of cooking done yesterday. So at Proud least I brought in some good, healthy food into the new year. <laughs> That is very good. Oh my goodness. So I made on New Year's Eve, I made this corn quiche. Okay. And well, I don't follow recipes. So I mean, it was good. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but I don't have a pie pan. Because who does? Oh, I do. I have several. Well, aren't you amazing? (laughs) Right. So I used a loaf pan and my pie crust. It's baking and my pie crust is just folding in and it's like, but it was delightful and we ate both of them, Chris and I, and uh, yeah, so corn's about to have its reckoning soon. (laughs) I didn't have any corn. County. (laughs) Oh, I didn't need any corn. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I made um, with all the pumpkin that I had um, roasted and pureed back during Halloween time Mm -hmm. um, and you know, post Halloween, early November, I froze a bunch of it. And so I had defrosted it and I made pumpkin cranberry loaves yesterday. And um, I made a lentil soup with homemade vegetable stock. And I made a veggie noodle soup, just lots of yum, warm, bountiful things in the fridge that we can just like dig into when we're hungry. So I like it. Yeah. Oh, and then I wanted to tell you, I've had a couple little, like, angel greetings recently. So, um, I think it was the day after we got home from Maryland, mm-hmm. I woke up and I was in the bathroom changing and there was a feather in my hair. And it wasn't one of the down feathers from my pillow, the white feathers. It was like a brown and black spotted feather. Okay. So, that was interesting. Random, yeah. Yeah, and then this morning... I um, was picking up my dog's, um, you know, uh, business, mm-hmm. and right next to it in the grass was a quarter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're going to see you. <laughs> I was like, why is there a quarter money. in the grass? So, yeah. <laughs> and it was beat up. Like, it looked like it had been run over or something. It was, like, all pitted and stuff. Um, it must have gotten At least it wasn't in, in their poop. I mean, I know it was like right next to it. So like when I leaned I down to pick it up, I was like, wow, look at you. Okay. So I gave it to James cause I've been giving him all the little coins I've been finding for his piggy bank. So he's been very excited. Yeah. But I was very like, what is this? What are these messages for the new year so far? Money and feathers and, and change and peace right? and change. Right? Yeah. Oh my. Well, change and change. Cause feathers are like part of like you know evolving because it's it was a small plume it was like from a small bird or like a baby bird it seemed like so it's a baby plume mm-hmm. a plume of a baby a plume it's a baby um i am just trying to cleanse so i'm just drinking water that is yeah. my mother nature's nectar i got Good. my build life jug oh so happy meet those you know motivational Oh, sorry. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yesterday it's morning. Uh, yesterday I slept like crazy. And then today I slept and I just want to cuddle in bed with Cleo. Cleo, I, I love you. 
James and I did that yesterday because I didn't have to work. And so I set no alarm and we just cuddled in bed. And then last night we cuddled in bed and watched a movie. And then this morning he crawled into bed probably around like 6 a.m. Mm. So he slept in his own room the whole night and then Good crawled job. in in the morning. And we just kind of cuddled in bed for a while this morning Ow. too. So oh, sassy pants over there eating well, your I'm rubbing her belly and, and she's me. biting me. Why are you being Jeez. so mean, Cleo? Come on. That was how James year. was when we got back. <laughs> oh, Cleo. My you know, she's just getting us in the mode for this mm-hmm. ostracized demon child. You know? <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the Lilith is the appropriate goddess for the beginning of the new year, I think. Yes. I'm excited. Well, I got nothing else. Exciting. No, I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. You want to get into chatting about this week's goddess? Let's do this. All right. Cleo, do not bite my tablet. You're just biting McGee today. My goodness. <laughs> you're so, this is why you're so cute. God, I love this cat so much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So our sources for today's goddess are um, Britannica.com, journeytothegoddess.wordpress.com. I always love that WordPress. Mm-hmm. Um, JewishChristianLit.com magicandalchemy.com and newworldencyclopedia.org. Ooh. That's exciting. Uh, a couple of different books are, you know, my traditional, my Sky Alexander's Find Your Goddess, Your Goddess Year by Sky Alexander. That's a different one. 360 Goddess, A Daily Guide to the Magic and Inspiration of the Goddess by Patricia Telesco. And Goddesses in World Culture by Patricia Mana. Mana can. There we go. Mana, okay. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like sounded out. Mana can. You got it. Yeah. And we have an oracle card this week, and it's the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marshinsky. All right. Name. Her name is Lilith, and it is pronounced Lil Ith. Her name is thought to be derived from the class of Mesopotamian demons called Lilu, feminine Lilut. Sure. And I figure it's Mesopotamian, so it's like a lost culture. So I'm just going to make that. And the name is usually translated as Night Monster, which is. Yeah. You know, and it's probably appropriate for my little baby newborn niece right now. She probably is a night monster not sleeping well. (laughs) I probably, yeah. When it's also referenced in the Old Testament book of Isaiah, which translates Lilith as Screech Owl. Yeah. It sounds like a newborn as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Brandy, we're not hating on Lilith. And we're just trying to uh, give you some, you know, um, we're we're, we're sympathizing with you. (laughs) And I'm sure Brandy's sitting there right now going, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, She's like, my little demon, yes. (laughs) (laughs) There are many possibilities as to her early goddess name, Belly Illy. Bell Lily and Lily Lake or Nin Nin and Lee. Lily. A lot of Lils. A lot of Lils. A lot of Ills. Okay. Her appearance, not much is known of her actual appearance. She is described as beautiful, of course. An ancient Sumerian sculpture shows her with wings and feet of an owl. 
Sometimes she's depicted with the head and torso of a woman and a serpent's lower body. So some of the artwork of Lilith is amazing, but a lot of the, uh, the known uh, sculptures and statues that you would see on like a Lilith altar are the ones where she's like part human, part bird of some sort here, mm-hmm. obviously an owl. I love owls. Mm-hmm. There's so there's, oh my God. Okay. Side note real quick. I know we're on a timeline. There's this one real quick YouTube video. I think I showed it to you, the Travis one, where it's this little tiny owl. He's walking and it goes, wait for it. Boom. And then he yes. just, little head turns. I love that. I actually just saw a video also on Instagram where um, apparently in, I believe somewhere, I think it's Mexican culture, um, somewhere in South America or Central America where they believe owls are witches. Oh. And so there was an owl inside of this area and so they started trying to make really loud music to try to scare it away and instead of the owl being scared it started vibing and like bopping its head with the beat of the music (laughs) (laughs) and it was like um it was like mariachi music and stuff and it was like jamming it was like no this is my jam I'm staying (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious it's like nope I'm good like this is what i was born to do goodness yes (laughs) i love it well now let's talk a little bit about the legends and mythology of this goddess so she is one of the most misunderstood goddesses lilith frequently gets vilified in history and mythology as a demon or worse and perhaps she is the first feminist she's discussed in the bible and in the talmud but also in ancient epics, including the millennia-old Sumerian epic of Gilgamesh. The Hebrew goddess Lilith personifies traits astrologers associate with Aquarius, and the zodiac signs traits of independence and a desire for equality and a thirst for knowledge. Those are good traits to have. Mm -hmm. Legend says that Lilith was the first wife. Although revisionists excised her from the Bible for her audacious insistence in... Yes insistence on being considered equal to her husband so unlike eve lilith was created at the same time and from the same stuff as adam so therefore she saw no reason to play second fiddle to him she also demanded equality in sex and refused to lie beneath adam and the couple's inability to compromise led lilith to leave paradise or perhaps a patriarchal god banished her which is not cool that's like the beginning of the patriarchy trying to hold us down Damn come on patriarchy i shake my fist at you yes so <laughs> described as an independent and lusty which may be why christian and jewish texts speak unfavorably unfavor- of her she's often connected with magic and witchcraft hmm. so one myth says that lilith whom other stories say protected women and their babies was punished for her audacity by being forced to give birth to a hundred demon children each day who then died. That is horrible punishment. I mean, you know what's on your calendar for the day. Uh, But still, like, I mean, (laughs) giving birth is hard enough and then giving birth to a child that passes. That's just like, that's really, really unfortunate. And to any mothers that have lost their children, I, that that's really i'm very sorry that you've had to go through that so much of her story as we hear it today dates back to the alphabet of the ben sira written in the 8th century ce and according to his work lilith supposedly mated with the angel of death known as samuel and 
produced a hundred babies each day and babies at the old Testament God threatened to murder unless she relented. So shamefaced and returned to Eden. She responded by killing the human babies. And this story took hold and evolved in Christian mythology, eventually casting Lilith as a monster who devoured children as well as other people that she didn't like. So now she's like some monster. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So, oh man other legends say that at night the goddess Lilith shape-shifted into an owl and drank the blood of children while they slept which is She's... what owls are known to do yeah of course yeah. you know not not vampires at all <laughs> <laughs> she's even said to have had transformed herself into the serpent who conceived eve who convinced <laughs> eve sorry I mean, we've been talking a lot about conceiving so convinced eve to eat the apple and thus gain knowledge which was was causing trouble or was she trying to help eve you know it's one of those things like she should know or we're trying to get her in trouble i don't know mm -hmm. still other tales link lilith with as the succumbus and vampires succubus succubus sorry succubus. um passionate and sensual independent and freedom loving the beautiful goddess terrified patriarchal religious cultures because she understood and expressed her sexual powder power i am all tongue-tied today sorry <laughs> i i'm en entertained i like it you're human. i am sorry yes i'm not lilith sorry and you have a human <laughs> mouth and it's okay let's do red leather <laughs> yellow <laughs> Furthermore, she defied the authority and demands of males. Be they deities or mortals, she showed courage and confidence toward the powers that be and refused to be subservient to anyone, including her husband, Adam. Mythology tells us that Lilith watched over and protected women and their infants during childbirth. And some stories say she, that she nursed the newborns, giving them extra strength that only a deity could provide. So, and I like that. Mm -hmm. That's that's the, the stuff that we should be focusing on. Thank you. According to legend, Lilith shapeshifted. Oh, wait, I went. Is that? Yeah, you're there. You're good. I thought we already read that one. Okay, sorry. No. Okay, so another legend. Um, Lilith shapeshifted into an owl, which is a symbol of wisdom. And an ancient Sumerian relief sculpture portrays her with wings and bird feet. We see connections to her in more ancient goddess, um, in the more ancient goddess Inyana in Sumerian legends, including one that she supposedly took up residence in a sacred hulupu tree in which, which grew in Inyana's garden. So in some cases, it's said to represent the tree's branches, which parallels the Kabbalah's tree of life, or to have lived as the tree's spirit or deva. Lilith was comfortable with her sexuality, which is something that frightened the Jewish patriarch who believed that merely having sex for pleasure was a form of abortion. So in recent times, Lilith has morphed into the, uh, I can't say this word for succubus, succubus. Why do I keep wanting to like add an M in there? Succubus. <laughs> Looking at it, I keep wanting to add different words. So an okay. incubus or the night hag who sits on the chests of men and causes them to have the perverse dreams so that they will actually ejaculate, which we know as, you know, those um, um, morning wood or those um, uh, wet dreams, wet dreams, all those fun things that they have. So, 
So I'm going to take a sip of my coffee real fast. Please do. I always am fascinated by the mythology of the night hag, where it's this old nasty woman that's on your chest that won't let you get up. I'm like, I think she's got better things to do than keep you So side note on that, Brandy, my sister, whose baby is Lilith, um, has had those night paralysis where she's felt like something's been on her chest in the past. And she's been terrifying. Yeah. So she's had that. She's always been um, more of um, like she's been visited by spirits or had connections with them in the past. So Mm -hmm. um, one time when she was little, um, when she was upstairs at my grandma's house, she heard her name being called from the other room when no one was upstairs. And then she went in there and the TV turned on by itself. So there's just been lots of things that have happened to her throughout her life. And definitely that pressure on your chest where you can't get up has happened before. So no, it's kind of creepy, but you know, people do. Brandy, if I it. come mm-hmm. into a room and you're sitting in front of a TV with your hand touching the TV <laughs> and nothing's on, I'm out. No poltergeist action for us. Okay. I am out. I am not going to stay. Love you. Bye girl. <laughs> Bye girl. Bye girl. So back to Lilith. She could also take the form of either a man or a woman, you know, cause she likes equality. So who can appear to mankind, to men, the likeness, likeness of women and to women, the likeness of men. So, and with men, they lie by night and by day. I, that's kind of confusing to me the way it's written, but um, it's a quote from something. So yes, mm-hmm. I'll read it again. So who appear to mankind, to the men in the likeness of women and to women in the likeness of men. And with men, they lie by night and day. Men so fear if Lilith. she's appearing to oh. men, she's going to be a woman. If she's appearing to women, she's going to be a man. Yes, but the last one is what threw me off. And, and with, with men, they men lie they by, night by night and day. day. I don't know. It's something old. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they mean <laughs> lying like you lied or lie as in lie down. Lie next to you because okay. she's seducing them. She's uh, a succubus, mm. incubus. They, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So men fear Lilith because she knows the power of her sexuality. And she knows that her sexuality has power over men. So like Circa. Circe. Circe. She turns. She was um, a Greek goddess that is basically more of a witch than a goddess. Oh, okay. So she turns men into beasts or pigs by opening the doorways to their deep primal sexual desires. And such desires are forbidden by the Jewish and Christian cults. Women who are like the submissive Eve also fear Lilith because of the power she holds. But as, but as has been shown in the myth of the garden of Eden, Lilith is not an enemy of womankind. She holds the ancient fruit of knowledge, the secrets of our deepest sexual nature. And she is willing to offer this fruit to us. So let's take a look at some of the uh, Hebrew versions of Lilith known as a female demonic figure of Jewish folklore. A cult associated with Lilith survived among some Jewish as late as the 7th century CE. The evil she threatened, especially against children and women in childbirth, was said to be counteracted by the wearing of an amulet bearing the names of certain angels. Which, yeah, I think a lot of, uh, like, at least Catholic, they have all their medallions and stuff. Oh, yes, yeah, the rosaries and everything. And all the different saint medallions. In rabbinic, is that how you say uh, rab- rabbinic? 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 Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Because rabbi, right? So, yes. Yeah. So, in mm-hmm. rabbi's 
literature, <laughs> Lilith is variously depicted as the mother of Adam's demonic offspring, following his separation from Eve or as his first wife. So, oh, yeah. So she either was the mother of his demonic seed or just was his first wife. Okay. Whereas Eve was created from Adam's rib, which is from Genesis uh, 2.22. I never knew how to say those numbers. That's so bad. Some accounts hold that Lilith was the woman implied in Genesis 1.27 and was made from the same soil as Adam. Incident, incidentally, incidentally uh, mm-hmm. refusing to be subservient to her husband, Lilith left Adam and the perfection of the Garden of Eden. Three angels tried in vain to force her to return. According to some mythology, her demon offspring were sired by an archangel named Samal and were not, uh, which was the angel of death that you talked about before, and were not Adam's progeny. These children are sometimes identified as incubi and succubi. So some ways that you can connect with the goddess. Lilith can encourage you to stand up for your rights and beliefs. Do you feel unvalued? Are you being treated in equitably way, in an unequitable way? Perhaps you aren't being paid what you deserve, or you're expected to put in more effort than your coworkers or bosses, um, and you're not receiving the recognition that you merit. Hmm. From a tarot deck, choose the Empress card, which signifies feminine power, and meditate on it to gain perspective on how to handle your situation and claim your rightful authority. Do you have questions, concerns, or anxiety related to your sexuality? Are your needs unfulfilled? Does your passionate spirit seem threatening to others? Ask Lilith to help you confront your fears and or people's judgments regarding your sensuality. Learn about snakes as age-old symbols of magic, knowledge, healing, transformation, and sexuality. Let Lilith show you how to express your sexuality fully. Read books or online articles about the sacred nature of sex and that the ancients knew and consider exploring the practice of sex magic and its creative power. And go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say sex magic. Sex magic. (laughs) (laughs) I just always say that to Chris. I'm like, let's do some sex magic. I like it. (laughs) So some (laughs) other ways that you can connect as well. Um, To help you stand for what you believe in, even if it feels like the world is against you, to help you explore your sexuality, especially in in the darker realms of kink and taboo, to help you tap into that wild nature that lives inside of you, and to give you strength in times that you must make a hard choice. Also to help you dive deep into your shadow work, uncovering old wounds, healing past traumas. And to internalize Lilith's fairness, bravery, or exuberant lustiness, eat an apple today. Quite literally, take a bite out of life and enjoy some daring activity to its fullest without fear or guilt. Like Lilith, you are the master of your destiny. Sweet. I'm going to go get an apple, do some sex magic with Chris, and eat the apple. Yes. And no kink shaming, okay? No. Don't (laughs) anybody kink shame. That's right. Some correspondences uh, to go along with Lilith. We have her symbols are apples, serpents, owls, crossroads, the dark moon, which is tonight, the new moon. Darkness, motherhood, feminism, uh, nighttime, passions, taboos, sexuality, red wine. I like how they throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Subconscious fears and birds of night. That reminds me of Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they did the birds of prey. They're like, dah, dah, 
I think they were like wrestlers or something. Oh my gosh. Uh, her colors, um, some of them would be red or black, owls, oh, animals, owls, and snakes. Food would be apples and pomegranates. Gemstones and metals would be amber, tiger eye, garnet, bloodstone, and tourmaline. And her goddess counterparts would be, in this contemporary concept, Lilith is viewed as the embodiment of the goddess, a designation that is thought to be shared with, that are said to be counterparts in Yana, Ishtar, which we did those goddesses, go back and listen mm-hmm. to that, Ashura, Anath, and Isis, who we have yet to do, which we're going to do this coming year. Now, a little moment from our oracle card which was the goddess oracle deck by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. The meaning of the card. Lilith appears to tell you to take back your power. Where are the places that you have lost or given away power? What beliefs do you hold that deny your power? Have you been told that powerful women never find mates or that women can't have power because that would make them unfeminine? Have you been teased, shunned, ostracized by others when you have stepped into your power? Have you been afraid of misusing your power to dominate or manipulate? Lilith says that the way to wholeness for you now lies in acknowledging that you're not connecting with your power. And then second, coming to terms with that and accepting your power. Mm. So in that Oracle deck, there is an activity that you can do to... um, kind of release things that you're holding on to. And it's, I think you do it during the new moon and you're supposed to tie a string around either your arm or your leg. And so every time you look at that, you're reminded and you're, I release this thought or I release this uh, negativity or anger. And then um, at the full moon, you cut it off and then you bury it and it's gone. So it's like this whole symbolic thing that you're carrying it around with you. You look at it and then you finally cut it off. So you're cutting the cords essentially. Oh, well, we can even do that starting today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went to say something else and it came out as, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So in closing with Lilith, um, and this is just, again, like many of our goddesses, this just taps just the tip, just the tippy tip Mm -hmm. of this complex goddess. From the blog quote, Daughter Raven Star, which badass name, mm-hmm. from Journey into the Goddess, Lilith is not an enemy of womankind. She holds the ancient fruit of knowledge, the secrets of our deepest sexual nature, and she is willing to offer this fruit to us. We need to start accepting our power, accepting our sexuality, yes. and stop pushing it down and being subservient. I mean, so yeah. So Chris and I just finished watching. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called Crime Scene, but it's about mm-hmm. the uh, Times Square uh, torso killer, which was in the seventies. Never even knew of this person. Horrible, no. horrible individual. He would target sex workers in the late seventies, early eighties Times Square when that was oh, known as yes. a very mm-hmm. pornographic area. And it was interesting, just all of that, you know, because it's a lot of the the places were uh, bondage swing places. Yes, like a know? red light district. Yes, exactly. And they vilified these women. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them went unknown and were Jane Doe's because no one cared. I feel like that's um, a repeating 
theme with many serial killers that they were mm-hmm. trying to look for women that they felt like no one made would them feel mm-hmm. emasculated or that they felt like were too sexual and um yeah i mean obviously in this day and age women are taking back their power you know we are putting it up front in your faces with only fans and other things like that women are not feeling shameful for being a sex worker or a dancer or um, what was interesting anything like that yeah about that documentary was it showed the history of like the feminine movement where feminists were you know Gloria Steinem was uh talking about how pornography judged you know portrayed women in a bad light but it was amazing seeing these women and this was like 1980 walking down the streets with you know banners and and signs and i looked at chris and i go god it would take like 30 years for people to believe women when they said they were raped or they were uh you mm-hmm. know of sexual assault but they are making progress and with the um the sex workers at that time they're very similar to lilith in the way that they were the ones being punished yes so when they wanted to clean up times square they arrested the sex workers they didn't arrest the johns they didn't arrest mm-hmm. the customers uh, so and oh. people were being interviewed saying like the men from the 80s they were like yeah no these women have it really rough because they're the ones that are taking the full brunt of it and oh yeah i felt that with lilith You know what? We're going through that in real time right now um, Mm -hmm. with the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Like, she is the one that is, obviously she's evil, you know, with all the sex trafficking that she's been, um, you know, obviously um, found guilty of. But what about all the men that she was trafficking those women to? And those girls too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All those children that were being trafficked to these men, why aren't they being held accountable? Again, it's a woman taking the fall for all these men when, yes, she was the point of contact and the one that started it all in terms of the exchanges, but there was they should be held accountable demand. as mm-hmm. well yeah. all of them no, need she, to be she held is absolutely a horrible and person. right now she is the one that is the face of it and, and she deserves it and she, she does she does but these men need to be brought oh, out yeah, absolutely. brought out and be yeah. taken you know they need to have the same punishment um but like i was saying with you know women today we're taking power over pornography with you know choosing what we put out and what we distribute as sex workers and you know, by choosing to do our own, um, you know, video cam girl thing, like yeah. things like that, you know, it's like, Hey, you know what, I'm going to show you this much and that's what I choose. And if you want to pay for it, then you pay for it. But this is all you're getting, you know, we're not yeah. and bound I think down fantastic. to other people's demands. For them. Yeah. I, in fact, there is this, um, makeup artist that I follow on Instagram that posted, um, a cosplay of her as I think Martha May, who, Huvier, um from uh, The Grinch and oh, okay. she had on these little slide um, heels and it was a, a shot that was taken from the floor up to make her legs look really long mm-hmm. and she blurred out her toes on it because she's like no free feet you sorry like she's like i'm gonna have my boundaries you guys have to pay for that hey. <laughs> i was like that is awesome she's like no this is what i choose to post and what i choose to show and i know that you guys have my feet as a commodity right now and you're not getting any of it <laughs> right it is the oldest profession so it really is and it, it really is, is you know so so, um, so we we ended on a um kind of a sombering note but yeah yes. take back your power you're beautiful and, and mm-hmm. embrace yourself and love yourself and it kind of goes back to uh, you know when we did Aphrodite Freya mm-hmm. love yourself and yes well about yourself and that'll 
you know you don't have to sit there and fake orgasm for them tell them what you want in the bedroom tell them what makes you feel good and have a real orgasm yeah (laughs) and you don't and like lilith you don't owe anyone anything no you don't you were made from the same material on top if you want all right right girl you grab a hold move to the top (laughs) grab your apple and eat that yes take a bite out of life take a bite out of life well yes Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on this fun episode, learning a little bit about the goddess Lilith. And like I said, just learning a little bit about her because, like we said, it's the tip of the iceberg for all of our goddesses. There's so many books, too. There's one by... Oh, I forgot his name, but it's called Glam Witch, Glam Magic. Um, uh-huh. Oh, I'm terrible. I can't. I'll have to. I'll put we'll it link in it. Notes. We'll link but it. Yes. His book, because uh, he um, is a witch that uh, is very into, and I think uh, Lilith is one of his uh, patron goddesses. So there are so many books about mm-hmm. her. And don't believe <laughs> it's really rough when you Google Goddess Lilith, some dark stuff comes up but it's mm-hmm. because a lot of it is through the Jewish Christian mythology so you yes. know I mean pick and choose what you want to believe and know and she's pretty badass I think yes I gotta say about that where can they find us Gigi ever- oh my goodness well you can find us on Instagram at goddess chat Leo's go on check us out if you haven't seen us on there already i know that we've actually found some listeners from other countries through spotify and through apple podcasts and you know all of these different platforms that have gone to our instagrams now um unfortunately i can't pull it up right now but um in our next episode we'll give her a quick shout out but um you know i love that we're finding people all over the world that are connecting with us and these goddesses together um you can also email us goddesschat at yahoo.com and of course like i said before you can go on all those different listening services spotify anchor apple podcast google podcast and look up goddess chat at um, goddess chat with leos is what we are so if you can't find us on one check out another or um if you found us through a friend you know go to whatever one you use primarily that's and, right um rate and review rate Give and review comments. that is the biggest yes. way for others to find us because we yes. miss you Give us some comments. Give us some um, feedback. You know, we'd love to shout you out and um, and learn from things that you've told us. So thank you so much for sticking with us Yay. for 40 episodes now. I know. That's crazy. And, <laughs> and um, we're going to be having a huge giveaway on In Bulk on February. It's either 1st or 2nd. Um, but we're going to have a lot of different sponsors and giveaways, gift baskets. So we're really excited. Stay tuned that for our one year anniversary one year anniversary as a couple oh. Oh, this is exciting <laughs> we just had our nine year friend anniversary on we facebook did. how exciting we did we are we are old pals <laughs> years where the hell does that go i don't know in uh, our hips no. <laughs> yeah seriously ay, ay, ay. i know getting out of bed is rough i'm like okay let's roll <laughs> Well, we love you all so much. Have a great day. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year. Happy New You. Happy New Everything. Everything. (laughs) Love your faces. Bye. Bye.